journal with no o let's see um why is it like that this is the journal of english language and literature Count Olaf's antisocial personality disorder in Handler's A Series of Unfortunate Events. Would you like to hear the abstract? (laughs) This research discusses the psychological (laughs) condition of the central character of Daniel Handler's novel, A Series of Unfortunate Events. The focus on this research is to the focus on this research is to identify and analyze Count Olaf's personality disorder. Um, this research applies psychological theory from the DSM-4-TR um, to support the analysis. The library research method and analytical descriptive method are applied alongside with supported articles, interviews, and reliable website. Hey, Zach. Hey, Liz. Zach, everyone is using obsidian like even people on tiktok i'm seeing are using obsidian and like i'm just jealous because i don't have anything to use obsidian for and i really want to i used it to create like a couple pages for a DD thing that only had one session Mm -hmm. um and it's it might come back eventually, but like in the meantime, I'd really like to like see the pretty dots connect and, um, you know, like have a knowledge base. It sounds really cool and I want to play around with it and I don't have anything to write about. Yeah. So it's, this is slightly different than the question I thought you were asking. Um, because there's a couple ways that I use Obsidian right now. One of them is actually looking at the agenda that we have. It's just a nice markdown editor. <laughs> uh and i like it for that um and like at work most of the time i I think that's a little bit more of a canonical obsidian use um i usually will list out if i've got things that i'm working on today or want to work on in the future or like i've got a url list that i've been carrying with me day to day um i can like a bookmark list sort of bookmarks in my head are a more permanent thing than what this is okay no I this totally is more like a read that. later list okay sure and so i can have obsidian just kind of create a new daily task for me and then say i've got this task and the like body of the task is another obsidian note somewhere in some other folder um and that is a much better system than what i used to do which was save a bunch of text files to my desktop every time i had like a thought related to one of the things i was working on um vast improvement uh i would strongly recommend it good and so that's somewhere that obsidian has been super useful for me um is to get my thoughts into a place for work or like when i'm doing a meeting at work mm-hmm. but i think you're saying that you're much more interested in like the use it as a wiki style elements of obsidian like a personal wiki I think probably if I manage to start using it for something, I'll want to use it for more things. So maybe I just kind of start with a um, another reason to not use OmniFocus. Yeah, that's that could be where you keep all your projects. What yeah. goes into this or that project? I got this. I got this notebook. Like I just write down whatever in whatever like i imagine it's a bit like a rubber duck except i can refer back to it so maybe i switch over to obsidian for that I kind of thing i think i think maybe the term for that is an engineer's notebook or like a little bit like a commonplace book commonplace book i don't think i've ever heard of that book lesson six the engineering notebook an engineering notebook is where an engineer documents in chronological order all of their work that is associated with a specific design project. It contains a clear and detailed description of the design process. So that's not quite what I'm thinking of or what you are describing. Okay, yeah. Uh, it includes things like the problem, research, sketches with labels and description, brainstorming notes, calculations, daily thoughts and ideas, pictures, expert input, work sessions, test procedures digital technical drawings and design modifications. So that f- 
feels like a thing that could also be in Obsidian. Yeah, yeah. Is I bet it, like this is probably not the best. I I just opened to a random page and I just got like a bunch of sigmas and uh ooh like log functions all over the place. So maybe like this isn't the best example, but like what about like yeah, like this is just a to-do list for like what I'm doing like in this particular time. Um this is like I need to work out some logic of secret peas. This, yeah, this this is nothing. This is maybe like I don't know if this because the thing is, no, well, maybe it's, I, I'm talking to myself now, which is not what you want to be doing on a podcast. So maybe I start with that. <laughs> um, I started looking at engineers' notebooks on um, Instagram, and so. <laughs> But yeah, I'd like to the the idea of a commonplace book according to Wikipedia or rather the um Google preview of Wikipedia mm-hmm. is like as a way to compile knowledge is like that's a that's a fun idea to me. That is that that like that makes my brain happy. It's like a just a place where I write down things that it, that I just information, you know? Yeah. I think I'm also thinking about uh, Cory Doctorow has a post about the Memex method. When your commonplace book is a public database. Um, so that might also be a thing to think about if you want to think about this obsidian. Mm. So I think that would be a, a good place to start. And that's honestly what I use mine for with work a lot. It's just that usually the, the things are very distinct. So it's not this lovely little graph. It's just a bunch of branches coming off of the to-do folder Mm. but i don't think that's inherently a bad thing would you mind um saying again what the actual system was i only kind of got every other word during that section the actual system the that i use at work you mean yeah like what are you using it for right now yeah, so Obsidian, there is a, I think, built-in plugin for, let me see, let me, core plugins, um, for daily notes. And so every day it just opens up a daily notes document with to-do and that day's date. <laughs> and then I put in um, my whatever it is that I'm working on or have been working on, I usually will go to the day previous and just copy that and paste it in and remove anything that is complete. Gotcha. Sure. And then as things come up that I need to do, or as I, you know, think of a thing that I want to do or whatever, I add it to the to-do list in order. Um, And then a lot of times I will add it as a link to another obsidian page which has the full details on whatever i'm solving problem five five one two um and so here are my full notes and here's like my section on research and here's a section on what i think the solution is and here's a section on why that's wrong and here's a section on the discussion that i had with the client and here's a section on like the final solution that's going to be implemented and here's my time estimate and here's how much time it actually took, right? Is like right. ideal what that would look like. Um, and then what that means is just daily, I've just got this list of I need to work on this project and go do this thing, whatever that is, 5522. And whether that's um, the conversation with the client or the estimate or the very initial what's going on here, that information is all in one place for me. It sounds really cool. Yeah. It, yeah, it sounds like... Uh, it sounds... Uh, it also sounds like simple enough that like you could pretty easily just implement it yourself and by yourself. I mean myself. Mm-hmm. And how does that... And maybe the answer is it doesn't have... But how does it interact with like when you're opening up like the Worrying Bugs agenda? That's a different computer. Okay, so it's totally separate database and you don't need to worry about it? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, you can just create new vaults. Okay. 
Sick. There and, is, yeah. All right, yeah. Uh, I will almost definitely be doing that for tomorrow and just like my tasks that I want to get done in a particular day. Yeah. You also could just have... Uh, yeah, there's a lot of ways to play around with it. Something I've considered is that do I want to just have a running to-do list that I can just refer back to, but as I get a thing done in a day or as I have a thought in a day, I put it into the daily notes. Hmm. Also possible. Depends on how you want it to work. For me, it makes more sense to have like a, a fresh new sheet every day mm-hmm. and then copy in what I need. That's what I've been doing for... Um my paper notes which is interesting because that's not how i did things in omnifocus um uh, because that's not how omnifocus works Mm -hmm. um but even when i was using omnifocus it was always very nice to just like make a perspective of like what can i do right now don't worry about the rest of it like there are there are other times to be looking at big picture perspectives about your projects but like what are tasks that need to be done like right now and don't worry about the rest of it. So mm-hmm. maybe that's the thing that I should explore more. Yeah. Or you could plan a D and D game and then that, the wiki functionality is really useful. I because will now just you're building an entire world. Yeah. I'll simply become the DM for the game that I was a player for. Mm-hmm. I will assume that role, and then I will play Dungeons and Dragons with myself. I will be the DM and the player. Ah, I think that is just writing a novel. I think that's what that is. <laughs> a novel with uh, dice rolling. Uh huh. <laughs> I bet somebody's done that. Nanorimo. They just wrote their own D and D campaign and played it out. The world is such an enormous place and I have a hard time conceiving of like, what are the chances someone else has done this? What are the chances someone else has done this well? Like, I think being a developer um, in an open source world, you're like, okay, well, probably there's just a package for this that I can grab. And if there isn't, that's like a flummoxing thing. And you're like, okay, does nobody else need this? Does nobody Mm -hmm. else want this? Is it an impossible task? What yeah. is wrong with me that I am expecting this thing to exist? Is it a um, library that I just it, that's already built into most systems and I just haven't heard of it yet? Right. Yeah. No, I get that. Or at least like, did did someone else like consider this before? Did someone else like write up half a program and then say like, we're not doing commits for this anymore? Mm-hmm. And I can just kind of look at what they were thinking, maybe just a new way of thinking. And what do you do in those situations where you're like, how how do you determine if uh, if you're wrong or the rest of the world is? I don't know that I've actually run into that concretely. Like a lot of times I go, oh, okay, yeah, that's a difficult thing. Or, oh, actually, I don't need this. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. There's some that, like, I think if I really dove into it, I could design a better API than whatever the the common package to do this thing has its API as. But even then, I'm not so sure about that. I'd have to actually try it. I don't know if I have more to say about this. Yeah. Um, Ipsychange is so cool, and I want to use it. Uh Uh-huh. I'm trying to think of other things, other instances where Obsidian would be nice that are like more focused than just my everything bucket. I have a very good everything bucket in drafts. And I think, right. Like I wouldn't want to use it for an everything bucket, but maybe like a more long form everything bucket. It's kind of a, when I have big thoughts and I want to just write them down instead of, I I have felt in the past, like, I'd be reading a book or something, and I'd be like, this is a metaphor for this, and this is the implications of that, and I just need to, like, write it all down, otherwise I won't actually make any progress in that train of thought. I can just kind of, like, there's probably a connection between these two things, and Mm -hmm. I 
And that's where the train of thought kind of ends because I can't possibly keep everything that I need to keep in my head in my head. Right, yeah. So maybe it's it'll be a quick little um, way to get that kind of thing out. Yeah. Which drafts can do fine, but drafts isn't a, a knowledge base wiki thing that I can... Mm-hmm. I, I think there and... comes a point in time, especially if it's ever nonfiction, when you can be like, okay, this thing and that thing talk about the same general idea. General idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, if I've already thought about this thing, then I don't need to do it again, which yeah. is always nice. Uh, have you, uh, do you have any experience with the plugins for Obsidian? Have you tried to write anything like that? Uh, I have not. I haven't even installed any of the the other plugins because it screams at you if you think about it. Um, <laughs> like uh, this could be a virus type thing? Right. This could be unsafe, and I think it's a very bad idea. There was one time that I considered it because, okay, this is uh, a picture of an app that I have in my head that I am probably never going to get around to making. I want... Uh, something to keep all of the timelines straight. Um, what kind of timelines? This started years ago. I was reading a book about like American history. And I was like, okay, when they say this thing occurred in April of this year, what else was like happening in that time in world history, in American history? Like what's going on here? Do they have computers yet that's something i can intuit do they have sewing machines yet Uh, right those were invented at some point um zach i learned how sewing machines work recently there's a bobbin yeah and it it has it has two threads two threads yeah two threads that's it yeah go ahead (laughs) i know no yeah i can't reason about it (laughs) i can't reason about a sewing machine (laughs) um and so if i could just set up a timeline and say here's an event that happened here uh and you know whatever and then now as i'm thinking about this what would also be great is diverging timelines to say like okay and then i'm gonna make a new timeline for the watchman series And that has history that is the same as our history up until whatever Nixon gets elected or something. And then Mm -hmm. like, it's this diverging timeline, but it overlaps, right? There's still the moon race is still the moon race and it still happens in about the same period of time. Mm -hmm. It's just that it like plays out differently in this Watchmen timeline. Um, That would be really neat. But the main focus would be more for nonfiction to help me be able to conceive of here's another fact about, time that i know Mm -hmm. how do i put this in a context of america and of the world so you'd be able to put in 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 obsidian you would be able to say like this event happened at this time at in this place and then your plugin would take a bunch of those and put them all on a timeline right that'd be really cool and there was one that i saw that just looked like it didn't solve the problem how i wanted it to Hmm. could be a good template to go off of though yeah that sounds really neat i hope you do it at some point Mm -hmm. i probably would not do it in obsidian Hmm. i might just make it its own separate thing like a native app sort of thing or a web app or like a native app sort of thing that'd be cool too yeah so that would be would be neat there is also the Obsidian blog. No, the Obsidian forums. Hmm. Um, so you could go on the Obsidian forums. And this is a different kind of Obsidian than what I want. Obsidian.net. Yeah, that's not what I want. Knowledge management. Um, and there are... There's knowledge management as a topic. You can just look and see... What do people do in the world of knowledge management? Mm-hmm. Um, there are meta posts. There's some. 
share and showcase is what I'm thinking of. You could just go into the share and showcase and be like, ah, how do you use the Kanban plugin for Obsidian? This is really cool. I, I'm glad this forum exists. I just opened one that's one vault versus multiple vaults, which is exactly what I wanted to know. Yeah. It's all very good information that I should not be reading right now. Quick ad plug-in. Ooh, I was just thinking about that. Not for Obsidian, though. Um, but I miss the... the was it alt space? Whatever the utility plug-in was to get um, things into Todoist. Mm-hmm. I also just have not been a person who sits at my Mac as much um, as I used to be. And so... You know, All of the commands are leaving my brain. I was feeling the same way, which is a great transition into the next topic if you want to do that. Yeah, let's do it. Um, boy, Sirtis, you're going to have a time with this one. Um, I, w- I was feeling similarly, and I think one of those one of the things that was keeping me away from my Mac was that it was in a room. Mm-hmm. A room that was designated for it, the office. Ah. And I like using my Mac. I think it's like it's nice to use. Yeah, I have I've spent a long time making it nice to use. <laughs> yeah. And like I got like my clicky clacky keyboard, I got my nice mouse, I got this nice screen, and like I can just like start typing things and what I want will open. Uh, but like, I don't know, it was always like a, an endeavor, a journey to like actually get myself to go into the office room Mm -hmm. because like, well, probably for a lot of reasons. One is like, I'm associating it with like doing work, which is not a bad thing, but makes it difficult to use my computer for things that are not work Mm -hmm. um it also was it's like a small room and like i felt a little crammed yeah the airflow wasn't great there wasn't very many windows or like there was just one window but like it's it's (laughs) hmm so just cut that out and don't no one dox me please um (laughs) I, I want the thing is, Zach. I want to live here. I like this apartment a lot, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I want to stay here. And I don't want to move. And like, it's one thing where when I'm at like the dorms or like Barberg, and I'm like, we're gonna be moving. So like, if someone five years down the line is like, Lizzie used to live here, I'm like, I don't anymore though. Right. <laughs> But I would I would like to stay here for a while. Uh-huh. Um anyway. Every scrap of knowledge that jackals eat up. <laughs> Jared. You got a fucking obsidian thing for where I live, don't you, Jared? Uh-huh. <laughs> um But yeah, uh so I moved so I rearranged my furniture, which is something I do all the time. Or at least I used to. If I mm-hmm. like was feeling something, I would just if the room was make if I felt like the room was making me feel something, then I would just like rearrange it. It's it can all move. Not nothing is permanent. Right, yeah. And I haven't I I haven't done that in this apartment yet. Um which is interesting. I because I liked our initial arrangement. Um, so I took my desk out of the office and I put it in the living room and I rearranged the rest of the furniture so that the desk would fit nicely and look nice. Um, so now the desk is in the living room and I certainly feel more, I was, I'm definitely, it fixed some of those problems. It fixed the problem where I felt cramped. I do not feel crammed in here. It's like it's a very open space, actually, mm-hmm. um, which is very nice. 
there's lots of light, which is good. Uh, the airflow is as good as it can be in an apartment. Um, but I noticed something different, which is something I haven't felt since since last my desk was in a non-office room, which I suppose would be my last apartment. Mm-hmm. And that feeling, I, I can't quite name it, which is interesting to me as well. Um, but it's like just a little bit uncomfortable, like a, a looming kind of feeling, like the desk is looming. When you're not at the desk? When I'm not at the desk, yeah. I'm just kind of like I'm aware that the desk is there. Whereas when it was in the office, I could pretty easily just kind of mm-hmm. put it out of my mind. The office is a separate room and I am not there. Mm-hmm. Which was actually a problem I was trying to solve, right? It was like... Right, a, yeah. And it did solve that problem, but I'm, but the the solution came with a side effect of some sort. And... Um, mm-hmm. Or maybe a main effect. Maybe yeah. that it is part of the main effect, rather. Is just going through kind of the debugging your brain process that I try to go through. Mm-hmm. I appreciate um, it. When I become aware of a thing. Is the desk messy? Not usually. but uh, Is the desk cluttered, I guess, would also be a... a the real question I'm trying to ask. I could stand to declutter it, I think. Um, and maybe I'll try that at some point. Okay. Because that's something I realized the other day. I was working from home at my, my desk. Um, and I did not want to be. And I realized at some point that part of what it was is that I felt like I was in this little tunnel of working. Because I had built things up on both sides of me. <laughs> Uh, just like, well, I, I'm eating and I'm coding and I've got to get my bowl and eat it and then put it to the side. And now that <laughs> and like in a skyscraper cavern of bowls. Um, <laughs> and my desk is still messy, but it is less messy. And I was more ready to like come in and sit down today and do it. And it is less um agitating on the brain okay i like that i that's definitely something i'm gonna try but for uh further debugging when i can't actually test that right now if Mm -hmm. that's not the case if it's not the only the sole issue with it what would be your next step it is is the issue that the desk is like spatially not optimal like is there a path you would take then the desk is in that path or like two inches away from that path no because i spent a lot of time rearranging furniture so that it wouldn't be okay <laughs> which is good uh, which good and smart I, I feel honestly i feel proud of proud of it a little bit um it was like we had our living room the desk is in the living room now I don't can't remember if I said that or not, um, but we used to have our living room set up a certain way, and I basically like said no, new living like room. new living room now. <laughs> Everything is going to be completely different. I don't think there's a single piece of furniture that got left in its in, in its previous <laughs> place. Because if the if the desk can't be where we I put the, uh, to make room for the desk, I put the bookshelf of board games in the office but i can't just put the desk where the where the board games go because that would be in the path walking from the it it sticks out from the wall more than the bookshelf did Mm -hmm. so going from the kitchen into the living room would be bad so i had to put the tv where the where the bookshelf used to go and put the desk where the TV used to go, but then the TV is no longer lined up with the couch. The couch has to move, but that, but where the couch is was where the kitchen table was. And it's in the living room because it's an apartment and we don't have a ton of space. Right, yeah. <laughs> so the, the, the kitchen table is behind me now. It has a puzzle on it right now, so it's not much for, mm-hmm. good for eating. 
but it's kind of got it's got like I actually really like it now because it's got like four windows and I can like if if we ever finish this puzzle I can uh like eat my breakfast and like look out onto upon the world. Mm-hmm. And you've got great light to work on the puzzle with. Yeah, exactly. During the day at least. <laughs> okay. That's good. That's a good thing to have been conscious of. I'm I I'm proud, but like in a normal way. <laughs> Quinn's been working from working uh, from the office these days because of reasons that may be interesting for a post show. Uh, Jared, if you want to hear all about that, you can go to patreon.com slash worrying bugs and then wait several years for the next episode to come out. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was doing this like all alone and like the TV stand is so f-ing annoying because it it's like it's a shelf. It's floor, legs, table, surface, uh-huh. legs on top of that, mm-hmm. and then another surface, and then TV on top. So it's a and table with like a VHS belly. Yes, except each of those parts that I said that I mentioned are separate pieces that are not attached in any way except for gravity. So you can't slide it. You have to <laughs> take everything off. If you try to slide it, the legs will go like that, and the table will keep going. And it'll it will, shear. It'll literally shear. Um, and so you have to take everything off, and then it's a you know it's it's a TV stand, so there's like cords and stuff. Uh, so you got like you create a rat's nest in order to just take everything off of the TV stand and like uh-huh. you know, the DVDs and the games and they take that stuff off. And then you have to <laughs> move each piece differently. And the legs don't have like a, the legs need to be a certain distance apart, but you can't tell how far apart they're supposed to be. So you just kind of got to guess. Design? It's awful. It's genuinely so bad. Um, so that was a huge pain in the ass actually. But I, but I did it all myself and um, I take a lot of pride in it looking basically exactly the same as before. Every DVD is in the right order. And, Ooh. Yeah. Anyway, uh, what's next in your debugging list? Because <laughs> it's clearly not that. Space is wrong. It's cluttered. Um, is there a thing that happens on your computer that you intend to do but haven't been doing? short answer yes probably okay i don't know what the thing is but it might it's probably there (laughs) god yeah i I i'm like a huge procrastinator i don't want to do things Uh, i don't know i don't know if i said that right then i don't think procrastination is the thing i'm trying to diagnose it's more shame and maybe shame about procrastination but is the Mm -hmm. do you look at the computer and feel shame or the desk and feel shame maybe okay uh i've i've um uh are you up on tiktok trends no there's a tiktok trend where you will a uh, tiktoker will present a situation uh in the form of you know a one person theater type thing where you're playing all the characters mm-hmm. um and then another character will say like something uncomfortable usually and then okay. the the person the character that represent represents the tiktoker We'll go, we'll turn to the camera and go, shh, they don't know I know this hack. And then turn back to the other character and say something. And that thing is usually like something we, uh, it's not something that is, it's usually something along the lines of like setting a boundary with a, uh, a parent or, Mm -hmm. um, like, saying no to your overbearing boss 
Um, okay. And uh, since I can only think in TikTok trends, here's what I thought of in that moment. Uh, I'm with my therapist and I go, and she asks me, do you think this is a, do you think it's guilt? And I go, and I turn to the camera and I go, shh, she doesn't know I know this hack. Maybe. No. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I'm not going to say yes or no because I, don't, yeah. I just don't know. And maybe yeah. we can explore it, but I'm not going to like spend a bunch of time doing that if it's not true. Um, that's that's circular logic, but the other direction. <laughs> Anti-clockwise logic. Uh-huh. Wittershin's logic. So maybe it's shame. Um, but if it is shame, then the solution, I need to tell myself this, the solution is not going to be just do the thing and you won't feel shame about not doing it. The solution is going to be like, I need to readjust the way I think about this. Probably via cognitive behavioral therapy. That sounds like a wonderful solution. Because <laughs> that's the thing, right? Like, I'm in a position in my life right now where if I don't do something in a timely fashion, it's really not a big deal. Like, 90% of the time. Yeah. And that was not the case for a while. And I need to readjust because I don't need, like... Probably that shame arose because I, uh, it, it was a useful thing when I was in school. Like this shame feeling is obviously motivating me and, uh, like, what am I? Hey, no, gonna, keep going. Uh, no, 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 I don't think I need to. Um, Any, anytime, anytime you hear a, a few friends and somebody says, my therapist says, you listen in because, hey, baby, that's free therapy. <laughs> no, I think I've said all I need to say. Yeah. I don't need to elaborate any more on that. Okay. That's, <laughs> Maybe a shame. That was, that's the most generic and that's why I saved it for last because if you can tidy up your desk and be like okay i feel okay about this desk or like i feel differently about this desk now because it's tidy but it's still feeling weird like mm -hmm. you can take it in steps obviously but those would be some of the things i would try something i'd like to do now that the computer is in the living room and tell me if you think this is a bad idea it's just i want to just like have my screen open like, I can just log into my computer in the morning and then just, like, oh, turn on amphetamine. And if I need to type something, I'll just, like, open up the screensaver and not even have to type in a password. Because, like, genuinely, what are the odds that someone's going, like, I, I, I think I'll be fine. Uh, I, I, would, I think the password isn't uh from just like a screensaver state is an unnecessary obstacle for using my computer at, at this point in your life the the places that your computer goes yeah which is like literally never leaves my apartment right so maybe that's something do I'll, you i also do does your computer know about your watch uh, no, I don't trust that. <laughs> that might be a, th a thing to do. Yeah, but I can't. Uh, maybe I can. I actually don't know if I can do this or not. But can I just say, like, only acknowledge my watch after you've already been logged into today. Because I don't want that to happen, like, if I ever travel. Does your computer know about your watch? Yes, it does. Does it work well? 
pretty well, yeah. Honestly, more often than the phone unlocking works. I didn't even know there was phone unlocking, to be honest. Phone, uh, when you have a mask on and your watch unlocks your phone. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't turn that on either. <laughs> That's fair. I don't want to get hacked. Hacked. Um, they do not give you a lot of options here, do they? This would be a good opportunity to uh, finally work on my uh, PM set GUI wrapper. Uh-huh. I think it is the case that when you boot from shutdown, it won't accept your watch. Okay. Maybe I just need to play with it a little bit. Yeah. In, you know, the safe environment of my my home. Mm-hmm. But that might be a way to do it if you want to still have a password and have some security on it. Mm-hmm. And at least like when the watch opens it, it tells you. It goes like, hey, your computer just unlocked. <laughs> that's that's good, yeah. Um, what if I just like don't lock the screen? It's probably not great for the screen to just like have an Obsidian document open all day. But I actually don't know anything about screen technology, so maybe it's not bad. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. We're going to look up what screen technology this device is. I have an LG Ultrafine 4K display, which is... Is it an LCD? Is it an LED? Is it a plasma? It seems unlikely. IPS panel? I don't know what that means. Is that a screen technology? Okay, so it's a subcategory of LCD. Uh, LCD burn in how long? Thanks, Google. Samsung says two hours, so I don't think I want to be doing that. Hmm. But maybe a screensaver will be good enough for... Screensaver is probably unnecessary. Like a black screen that just opens whenever I want it to is also fine. Yeah. You could have that, the the flip clock screensaver. That's a fun one. Yeah. That would, that would get you internet points for sure. <laughs> it's a good idea. It's a really good idea, actually. Surely it can't burn in like black. Yeah, no, I don't. Surely. I feel like it would just raise the, if it did anything, it would just raise the level of the darkest colors. Like dark would not be quite as dark, but it wouldn't get you like weird ghosting things. They're just, you'd have a, a ghost of everything. Yeah. 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 (laughs) All right. Well, I'll report back this fall down, follow down, follow down. One of the things that I might feel guilty about not doing is reading library books that I've checked out. Yeah. Uh, And one of those books that I had been feeling guilty about not reading, and so then I read, because that's Mm -hmm. the kind of person I am. Um, Mm -hmm. That's how else are you supposed to get motivated to read? Exactly. And I do want to read these books. I just, it's hard to actually do it. It's very easy to check out library books though. So I, yeah, I think for me, there's always this step between like wanting a thing and then making that want legitimate for me. And then, uh, an extra step sometimes of feeling like that want is legitimate enough that I can express it to somebody else. You're frozen. I can't tell what face you're making about this. I, I'm making a face. I'm making a face. Um, roughly like, no, please go on. Uh, I, I'd like some free therapy, please. Oh, there's no answers here. This, these is. <laughs> uh, I would also love some free therapy about this particular thing. Um, but you know, sometimes uh, I get myself into a situation where I'm able to identify a problem for so long that it feels like I've solved it. Uh, and I think this is one of those things. 
but it's not an obsidian. So I don't like, it's just floating around in my brain. So I can't like extend the thought out to the next, like, okay, what do we do about that? doesn't work because it's not an obsidian yet. And so I just know that sometimes I have a hard time making my once solidified and then uh, making my once solid enough to express. Something that I like to do. No, wrong start to that sentence. Something <laughs> that I do, even though I don't like it, uh, is add arbitrary deadlines. I don't like doing it, but the library does it for me. So that's... Yeah. And it, it it works. It is extremely motivating. And I've never returned a library book without reading it first. That's motivation. Recently, I read a book. And I read a lot of books, actually. I think I've read more this year than I have. Or rather, read for fun this year than I have since I was in, like, middle school. Mm-hmm. Um and that is partially for a lot of reasons, uh, but um, and I, and I have not been mentioning the books that I've been reading, even though I've enjoyed a lot of them on the podcast. Mm-hmm. I haven't been mentioning them on the podcast because I don't know. None of them felt like I had much to say, and I don't know if I have a ton to say about this book either, uh, but. It was really good, and uh, I wanted to recommend it to Zach, and I thought maybe I could milk this for content. Um, <laughs> I read Ace of Spades by Farida Ebeke Imide, and it was really, really good. It was, like, insanely good. Sick. And I recommend it. Um, I, I don't want to give too much away, um, but, like, I... It starts off a little like high school, I suppose. It, I mean, it's set in a high school, or okay. it's set uh, with the main characters as high schoolers. Um, so they spend a lot of time in high school. Um, so I implore you, if that's like not really your bag, baby, then like really stick, like stick with with it. If you're, I'd say like a cutoff. If you're not going to enjoy it, would be like the first third. You'll probably know, but like it has some like, I don't think I've felt as thrilled by a book in a while in like, cool. Yeah. It, it's, it's very intense. Yeah. I, I'm, I was really, I am really happy to be, I really enjoyed reading it and, uh, I think more people should, um, it's got probably like a super long list of content warnings um okay so be prepared for that um uh the big ones would be like anti-black racism uh the outing of queer people and like just like all around supremacist violence (laughs) would be the content warnings i would put on it okay I am definitely interested. Good. Um, I, it's the kind of book where, like, I do this all the time where I'm like, if a, if a book is good enough, I, I have a very hard time putting it down, um, but I have a difficult time starting books, so I kind of tell myself, like, okay, we're going to read the first chapter, and then we're going, and then after that, we can stop. And, uh, I didn't want to stop. Mm -hmm. So I just read the whole thing in a day and it was awesome. Holy cow. All right. Yeah. I'm very interested. I will add it to my Goodreads. Um, Jared, by the time you're hearing this, I will not be using Goodreads anymore. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) I'm going to switch to, uh, what was the one that we talked about last time? uh what something i don't know what i think the internetlibrary.org also has a want to read feature in it Uh, i think what we talked about before was story graph yeah that sounds right 
what was the internet library thing? Uh, the internet archive has the open library. Mm. Um, and you can get access to a bunch of like project Gutenberg kind of books. Right. Right. And also it has some good read style functionality. Oh, the three body problems in here. I'm yeah. Gonna start, I'm gonna... You could read Diario de Greg Dos. Uh, sure could. What? What's that? Uh, the Diary of a Wimpy Kid 2. Oh, you know, I'll think about it. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of, there's a lot of things happening here. A lot of classic books. Um, but yeah, no, probably. For right now, I just used Goodreads because it's easy to remember to. <laughs> yeah, I, I I enjoy it as part of my post book tradition mm-hmm. of like returning it on Libby, uh, adding it to my Goodreads, and then marking it as read. Um, it you know it gives more time to just like. Appreciate the book. Think about it. Yeah. I don't think I have a lot more to say without spoilers. So maybe we can talk about it after you've read it. Okay. No rush. Okay. Good Good news. <laughs> I am currently, I think the, the largest book rush I have is to get to um, the very end of the Aurora series so that uh, I can lend those out to you. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> and now, a PSA from The Worrying Bugs. If you like, you can think about it like Streamlabs OBS is a newer, shinier version of OBS. You'd be wrong to think that, but I can't stop you. This has been a PSA from The Worrying Bugs. Jared, if you want to tell us how you use Obsidian, uh, go to the go to the forum. That's not Twitter isn't really the place for that. Um, but <laughs> I'm I'm interested, so just put it on the forum. <laughs> Maybe link us and there. Then, and then yeah, if you want to let us know where on the forum you posted it, uh, you can tweet that at me. I'm on Twitter at. <laughs> 